Welcome to the world's number one AI podcast, AI Chat. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Make sure that you go to AIbox.ai, link in the show notes, to join the waitlist for our new AI platform. We're going to be launching an incredible platform that allows you to build anything you want with workflows um, in AI. So you're able to chain together ChatGPT and image generators and audio generators to make really powerful apps for your organization, or you can host them on our marketplace and actually generate royalties from them. So make sure to go to AIbox.ai and join the waitlist. In addition, if you like the podcast, if you could do me a massive favor and please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. Something I have been wishing ChatGPT would do ever since the very beginning, mostly because this is a task I absolutely hate and I have had to do a lot of this lately, is taxes. So today on the podcast, we are going to talk about how ChatGPT OpenAI is helping to revolutionize the tax code, taxes, a company that is doing that, something that just happened in the Wall Street Journal. We'll be talking about a little bit of uh, current events, some politicians on Twitter, spicy stuff. Um, and we're going to be going over how this is actually going to help us in the future, what some people are doing, um, and talk about the implications. So without further ado, let's dive into it. So uh, right off the bat, a bunch of stuff we're going to be talking about today is from the Wall Street Journal. They recently wrote an article about a company called Muse Tax. Now, MuseTax essentially harnesses ChatGPT uh, 3 and 3.5 and is using that to help you do your taxes better. So the company is one of many across a range of industries that's really started to um, figure out how to use ChatGPT and put it into a very practical use. It's kind of interesting because the CEOs of MuseTax, they said, you know, we're looking at all these really fun ways that you can use um, chat GPT and, and AI and whatnot for different things. And they're like, but at the end of the day, uh, we wanted to use it for something really concrete and really useful. So they decided to focus on tax. Um, the uh, Both of them, it's a startup out of New York, but both of them have a background in um, accounting. Um, and the company is one of many that is essentially using an API or what's called an app. An API just means application programming interface, right? But essentially that just means they're plugging straight into ChatGPT and some other software, allegedly. Um, and they're kind of building on top of those technologies um, to be able to use this. So this started back in February of 2022, um, meaning that these guys actually got this thing up and running before... Uh, you know, ChatGPT's big launch to everybody. Um, so they would have been using what was formerly called DaVinci 3. Um, and they were using that to kind of help them. And I've actually seen, you know, this is kind of the case with a lot of people that you would see having fully fledged products come out today. These guys were getting started with DaVinci uh, pre-ChatGPT. And now that um, I honestly, this is going to absolutely explode, but it takes time and money to build out a fully fledged um, functional company. And so I predict after ChatGPT, we are going to see hundreds and thousands of these companies coming out uh, that are starting to really launch over the next six months to a year um, because of all the hype, all the people that are in the space and working on it. And it takes time for these people to fully fledge their products. But um, people that were early to the game are getting rewarded. So one example, MuseTax, back in February, they launched. Um, they were both certified public accountants. They had a lot of years of experience in financial services. I think this is going to be a, a format we see a lot of. You know, people have experience in one specific area, so they launch a product built on ChatGPT, OpenAI, um, in that specific vertical. And um, 
the company essentially it has a business to business model so it it more um, creates partnerships with financial institutions um and it's pretty interesting like they, these guys were started with um i mean they both put in their own some of their own money and then they had around three hundred and fifty thousand dollars in pre-seed capital from some early stage investors including Techstars, right which is like y combinator this is like one of the premier biggest um tech incubators and so they also have um the ai operators fund and everywhere ventures uh, which is formerly known as the fund so all of those people are plugging in um mrs or mr horseford is the ceo of MuseTax, and currently they're raising two million dollars in a seed round which is you know interesting to see how uh if they pull that off uh based on their trajectory when they got started what they're building um, they're 350k. I believe they'll be able to pull that off. I mean, they got a Wall Street Journal article, so if that doesn't help um, raise exposure to uh, new investors, I don't know what will. I think they'll be able to pull this off. Um, and this is important because these guys are going to be helping us to, you know, whether it's them or another copycat or another person in this vertical. There's going to be some massive shifts in the tax code itself. And you know, this has come after years of. Um, years of different people criticizing how taxes are done specifically in america i'm not super familiar with other countries um but essentially users will be able to feed their tax returns and transaction data into muse tax um and that's going to keep track of all the latest updates to the tax code so um you know other financial service companies are also going to be able to plug into this um, and their system essentially recommends ways that a user can help keep their tax bills to a minimum this is interesting because, you know, with COVID, there was a lot of different tax changes that happened. And, uh, you know, people are saying that a lot of different accountants are missing some of those uh, tax changes, incentives, write-offs, etc. And so um, Mr. Horsford said that this is really what their model is trained to do, to be more up-to-date and process information a lot faster than the average human accountant, um, even if they're really experienced. So Muse Tax usually can uh, make tax recommendations in 20 to 30 seconds, which is super fast. Sometimes it takes 45 seconds. Um, I mean, which is really not a big deal. I mean, I just did all my taxes on TurboTax. I think, you know, everyone in the States here in the last uh, few days might have been through that process as taxes were due on the 15th. Um, and, you know, it can take, you know, five to seven hours for comparable advice and um according to muse tax and you know like when they're talking about five to seven hours i think you know there's recently a tweet by elizabeth warren that said um you know it takes the average american 12 hours to do their taxes i'm not sure where she got that uh, number from she might be completely accurate she was more just getting roasted on twitter because um you know she was saying that that was all due to corrupt corporations uh, which a lot of people are criticizing, saying that it's, you know, also due to politicians like herself or any other politicians, right or left, that are creating a lot of these complex tax codes that are taking people a long time to do. So it's not just corporations. I mean, what she's referring to is TurboTax, which if you think about it, Turbo, this, I guess, is relevant because TurboTax is pretty threatened by Muse Tax probably in a lot of these other companies. But TurboTax uh, in Intuit, who runs TurboTax, they lobby the government to keep a lot of tax things the same because they obviously make a ton of money during tax season. Whenever has to file the TurboTax or their taxes through them, I personally paid, I think like 180 bucks or something to just uh, file some taxes through their 
and uh, that's just their fee or whatever. So, um, you know, they're, they're making this off a lot of people. I think the average that an American pays is about $200 to file their taxes, whether they're going with um, a bunch of different in-house or like in uh, where they're actually going to a place or they're doing some of these online things like TurboTax. It's, it's about 200 bucks that people are paying. So Muse Tax is going to be able to uh, focus on capturing some of that with their new service they have. Um, and they said that currently it's all on GPT-3, GPT-3.5, but they plan to move to the latest version, GPT-4, um, which I think is not relevant news. I don't know why that would be even included in the Wall Street Journal article, considering everyone's going to be moving to GPT-4. It's just a matter of when the they release their API, which is currently not available for everyone. And uh, as soon as that launches, everyone's going to get it because GPT-4 is literally 10 times cheaper. They're dropping the price by 10x from just the previous version of ChatGPT. So, and it's also way better. So it's way better and it's 10th of the cost. I don't know why anyone has to talk about that they're switching to it or act like that's a feature since everyone's gonna do it when everyone gets the API, whatever. Anyways, um, it is, you know, it's pretty interesting because they apparently Muse Hacks has a bunch of procedures in place to kind of oversee the responses generated by AI. Um, and according to their CEO, he said, we are familiar with the oversight needed when managing AI responses. Um, and apparently he says that his co-founder had prior experience building an AI chatbot called Ask My Uncle Sam. Now, again, I don't know, I guess everyone's got to kind of like build their own credibility, but that in, in and of itself, in my opinion, and I guess I haven't researched too much about Ask My Uncle Sam's chatbot, but that is... Uh, not necessarily that impressive considering anyone can um here's something crazy you can do if you did not know this um quora who is the massive question and answer website on the internet they have something called poe which is their own um number one some of their own ai tools and also they plug into chat gpt and also they plug into anthropic it's the only consumer facing way you can use anthropic which is a massive uh, chat gpt competitor go check it out but something interesting they launched, which I bring this up uh, talking about my earlier point about why Ask Michael Sam may not be that impressive, is because you can go there and create your own chatbot based off of any base model you want. So essentially, um, and I've also personally uh, launched products and companies doing some of the similar stuff, so maybe that's why I'm less impressed. Um, I mean, you know, it does take some some time, but it's not like you... I guess what I'm saying is you don't have to know how any AI works. It's still just plugging into the API of ChatGPT. So just because his co-founder has experience building a chatbot, like it's really not that no, really not that crazy. It's just a plug into uh, you know the API. But anyways, if you go onto Poe, which is run by Quora, you can create your own chatbot. You essentially just create um, whatever prompt that you want. So for something like Ask Michael Sam, I'd say pretend you are a tax accountant you have relevant tax experience in you know the state of connecticut or just all of america for federal taxes or whatever um, help someone to uh, learn about what uh, their current income is and help them come up with new expenses and find uh, new tax uh, stuff new tax um, you know information blah 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 and boom all of a sudden you probably have what that guy developed with ask my uncle sam i don't know maybe i'll get roasted for this guy went above and beyond and integrated a bunch of crazy stuff the other thing um, that I'm assuming they're coming out with this new version that's hopefully better than Ask My Uncle Sam's AI chatbot is I'm assuming um, that they're going to plug in a bunch of like 
modern real world new tax code changes that have come out since uh, ChatGPT was stopped being trained. And that's not that crazy either, because essentially what you can do is just plug in giant like data set or like um, PDFs or documents of information uh, around different topics. So you could just go probably to different places on the IRS website and look up different tax codes and changes. I don't, I'm not an accountant, so I don't know where all that stuff is aggregated, but wherever that's aggregated, you go grab all that information and say, uh, find me the latest, you know, tax, uh, breaks that I could get based off of my situation and make sure to include. And then you just plug in all of that, um, new relevant data for new tax breaks that have, you know, come out in the last few years or whatever. So that's assu- that's how I'm assuming they're doing this whole thing. Um, I mean, not to say it's not impressive and it, like impressive or not, this is incredibly useful and this is the way forward for all taxes. So I absolutely hate doing taxes on, uh, by myself. It is a pain. It takes a lot of time. Um, a lot of stuff it's tricky to automate. So yeah, it kind of makes sense. It's, it's interesting. Um, a lot of people have had a lot of discussions, especially with like TurboTax and Intuit, who's done a lot of uh, lobbying to the government to keep uh, some things kind of uh, complicated, allegedly. Um, and so some people have floated like just completely eliminating the IRS and instead putting taxes exclusively on products, sales taxes. I think that was a GOP recommendation that came down the pipe uh, or a little bit earlier this year. I think it's probably a bit of a you know, extreme view in a sense that it it probably wouldn't actually ever pass. Um, And I think one of the big criticisms of this concept that people have is, sure, you could put a sales tax on everything, but like, let's say you put sales taxes on all, you know, yachts, then all of a sudden billionaires are going to be like, well, I'll just go buy my yacht from China or Germany or somewhere other than America. And America just wouldn't collect, uh, you know, anything on that if there's an extra 30% sales tax on all super yachts people buy them other places that being said though um i guess a counter argument i recently was thinking of is the fact that yes things like super yachts or maybe private jets that might be the case but things like property obviously are never going to move and that's one of the biggest you know expenses people ever have um and in addition if you're going to buy a car whether like you could maybe go buy, you say I'm going to buy my car direct from a factory in China, but you probably just have to pay when it got imported. Um, and groceries, you're not going to go buy them anywhere else. Honestly, a majority of everything you would ever buy is going to be purchased in the country. Um, or when it's imported, you probably have to pay that tax. So I'm not a tax, uh, expert, but it, personally just for uh simplicity's sake, I do see the appeal of that, of a program or a proposal like that. And I'm sure there's a lot more nuance, a lot more goes into it. And uh, some people think I'm, you know, crazy. But from the layman's perspective, that is not, a, you know, not a expert on anything political or accounting wise that from the layman's perspective, that seems like it would be a lot simpler. So for all you lawyers out there that might be listening to this or uh, accountants, um, I would love to hear your opinion on this on uh, maybe you can throw that into our Facebook group link in the description what your opinion is and what you're thinking on this. But in any case, back to uh, Muse Tax and what's going on there. Uh, Muse Tax's publicly announced partners include Built Rewards, which is essentially a reward program that allows people to earn points when they're paying rent, and Nestment, which facilitates pooling of capital among home buyers and primarily uh, younger ones. And um, 
They also help people on their platform to sort out the tax implications of a potential home purchase, right? So they're, it's kind of interesting. They're, they seems like they're partnering with people and helping them for a, a variety of different areas. They're probably not directly taking on TurboTax quite yet for like an entire overall tax uh, thing that they're, you know, taxing their tax form that you might be filing. Um, and they say that they have lowered the barrier to building tax analysis um, in, and they've kind of built that into Nestment services. And uh, it's going to be pretty interesting because a lot of more conventional approaches probably would have required Nestment to spend more time and money without really achieving the same level of accuracy or speed. Um, and so... You know, I think this is kind of cool when you think of all the like exciting and fun areas of AI um, that are out there. It's kind of cool to see something like this that is a real business case. Um, so, you know, the tax code is one of the more obviously boring and mundane things for many. And so this is probably an area that is going to get a lot of adoption, whether it's this company or another one, um, using these chat GPT like models to take in your situation and help you find the best tax breaks, especially new and uh, relevant ones. I think this is going to be really powerful and a very interesting area to watch moving forward. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below.